Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Shelby Watson, Manager of Allied Industry Relations with the USA Poultry and Egg Export Council. Shelby, let's begin with an overview of USA Poultry, the work that you do, and and the work of the organization, too. Sure. So USAPEAK stands for USA Poultry and Egg Export Council. We are a nonprofit trade association, and our members account for more than 95% of all U.S. poultry and egg exports. Our mission um, as USAPEAK is to protect open and developed markets. And we serve as the industry's voice on trade and policy issues. So two ways we kind of like to break it down is that we serve as the link between the poultry industry and the U.S. government and also as a liaison between exporters and importers representing the U.S. poultry industry. So we are worldwide organization. We're headquartered right outside of Atlanta, Georgia, and Tucker. And then we've got about 14 offices throughout the rest of the world including all the way from Mexico to Beijing and Hong Kong. So we are all around. (laughs) You mentioned kind of the two main focuses there. Let's begin with working with the federal government. What are some of the top issues right now for USAPEAK? We have a very well-equipped trade policy task force. So our CEO, Jim Sumner, is really the face of trade policy for USAPEAK. And then we've got a couple of other people here in the office who work worldwide There's something coming up every day. Trade barriers are everywhere, and we have some awesome people on staff who are able to put out fires as they come. But I think probably one of the main issues that we're facing right now, we actually discussed in detail at our annual meeting just a few weeks ago, is the transportation and getting containers to put poultry on because they're wanting to send containers back to Asia empty so they can get back to the clothes and things that they can sell faster, make a little bit more money off of them. So getting containers for product to get out as exports is definitely one of our top issues right now that we're working on. Would you say that that situation is improving, getting worse, sort of just flat right now? How would you describe it? I would say it's flat with some optimistic outlook for improvement. We actually had a panel of about three people representing each part of the industry from a producer to trader to cold chain. And they really sat and talked about how they can all come together and demand better transparency with these shipping companies. So I think that there are some plans in place and hopefully we should see some easing of the situation soon. I guess my assumption would be that this problem arose out of the pandemic, that the pandemic had a part to play in it, but maybe I'm wrong. How did this situation get created in the first place with the containers? I think we saw a lot of supply and demand variations happening throughout COVID. And a lot of these companies saw that retail products were moving faster than food and that they can make more money off of it. And so it just kind of stuck and it was faster for them to get containers back empty. So they're not carrying products from the U.S. back to Asia. So I think once we get these companies back on track and get some containers going, we'll definitely see some improvement there. A simple question that probably has a complicated answer, but how has this affected U.S. poultry producers and the industry in general? 
I think really more than anything, it just causes a headache. We've got the product, we've got it ready to go. And when you've got products sitting in cold storage and there's no real definite timeline of when you're going to get a container to get that product out, it just makes for backup and backlogs. So I think really just a headache. The product is still getting out. Exports are still going. Our numbers from this past year maintained, which considering a worldwide pandemic, maintaining exports was a great accomplishment in the face of a crash of a food service sector. So headache, but still getting product out. Who are the top foreign customers of poultry produced in the U.S. right now? Mexico is definitely our number one trading partner across all products, chicken, turkey, duck, and eggs. About 25% of our funding that comes from our commodity groups, which is corn and soybean checkoff dollars, about a quarter of our entire budget from them goes to Mexico. So I think that just illustrates how important they are. And then China just reopened a couple of years ago, and they have quickly surpassed the records of exports going there from about five or six years ago when they banned us because of avian influenza. So not only did we regain that market access, but we have surpassed what we've exported in the past. So Mexico and China are definitely at the top. There are some that come in that are a little surprising to people. Cuba is a very, very important market for us for broilers. Vietnam, Philippines are growing markets that we are paying a lot of attention to and trying to grow consumption there. So We're kind of all over, but I would say Mexico and China are definitely top priorities. So Cuba, even with the embargo in place, is a major customer. Would the lifting of the embargo be a major win for USAPEAK? Yes, they are a very important market. And Jim Sumner, our CEO, gave a presentation at our annual meeting, and he mentioned that without U.S. poultry going into that market, it would be really tough for them to find protein. So that is a very, very important relationship there. Shelby, circling back to Mexico, has the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement improved trade as far as poultry? Has it really had much of an impact at all? It really hasn't had much of an impact for us. Our ask was for there to be no harm done, and we were okay if there was really no improvement for poultry because we were pretty happy with how things were before. So we've been able to maintain those relationships, and our relationship with Mexican officials has continued to grow. We're visiting today on behalf of the Minnesota Corn Growers, their podcast. And so let's bring in the feed segment to this conversation. It's so important for U.S. poultry producers to have a steady and quality food supply. And so I don't know if Minnesota corn is unique or there are other state grower organizations that USAPEAK works with, but just kind of explain to me how those partnerships are created and the value of those partnerships. The value of these partnerships is really extremely important to us. Our support from both soybean and corn checkoff, state and national, has grown significantly over the last 10 years. We currently have 22 commodity members. 11 of those are from the soybean industry and 10 from the corn industry. And then, of course, we have the American Egg Board coming in there for the egg checkoff. Minnesota corn is the most recent addition from the corn side, and we are so excited to have them. We have about, I think I mentioned, 37% of our funding for marketing programs comes from our commodity groups. So it's 
such an important relationship. And without their support, we wouldn't be able to do nearly as many of the programs that we're able to worldwide. The importance of our relationship with soy and corn checkoffs really comes back to that consumption. We like to say that we are biggest consumer, biggest customer. So chicken consumes about 55% of all soy and corn meal out of livestock, and then 33% of cornmeal out of all livestock. For both soybeans and corn, chicken is definitely chicken and eggs and duck and turkey all combined is the largest consumer for soy and corn in the U.S. And we also like to give everybody kind of an idea of what poultry and egg exports look like in corn bushel equivalents. In 2020, about 299 million corn bushel equivalents were exported through U.S. poultry, which was worth about $4.5 billion. And then total usage for all poultry produced in the U.S., corn consumption reached about 2.19 billion bushels. So definitely an important relationship, and exports of poultry is just further processed soybeans and corn. We definitely appreciate our relationship with all of our commodity groups. Shelby, as you're well aware, corn and soybean prices are at their highest levels in about eight years. I would imagine that's putting pressure on all livestock segments, and certainly poultry is included in that. Yes, definitely. That was actually one of the top conversation pieces of our annual meeting last week. The pressure is definitely on, but I think our producers know the importance of our relationships with commodity groups. So, you know, that's just how business goes. (laughs) And I should point out that prior to basically late summer, early falls rally that has sort of just continued to build, it was several years of low corn and soybean prices. And so things tend to even out in the end, don't they? Yeah, markets are up and down. At the end, getting poultry across to international markets, getting more corn and soybeans out of the U.S. in the form of chicken is the end goal. What's the easiest way for our listeners to learn more about USAPEAK? We have our website. It's usapeak.org. There's lots of information on there. We also have a couple of meetings a year where anybody from Minnesota Corn is welcome to attend. Of course, we've gone back in person, but we are trying to keep that virtual aspect so that we can have more people attend than we typically would if it was just in person. So if anyone's interested in attending those or finding more information, they can contact me, contact someone from the website, and we can get you in the right place. Anything else you want to make sure we talk about today? I think I just just to reiterate the appreciation that we have, we value our relationships with soybean and corn checkoffs so much. They are a large part of our membership. They support us at every meeting and some of the biggest champions for the poultry industry. So we're just so grateful and look forward to continuing the partnership. To learn more, visit mncorn.org. 